The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hey guys, it's old Jackie Juicy Zabrowski here to remind you about our move to Spotify. This show, along with all your other LPN favorites, is going exclusive to Spotify on Valentine's Day 2020. Yes, that is February 14th, a day we shall never forget. And that means you'll only be able to listen to this episode future episodes, and our entire back catalog of shows over on Spotify starting on February 14th. So if you haven't tried Spotify, it's free and easy to download and use on any device, no credit card needed. Just download the app, search for your favorite LPN shows on Spotify, and listen to all our episodes like you normally would. No matter what kind of account you choose, you can always download for offline listening for free. This show and all your favorite music in one place? What are you waiting for? A kiss from me? Get a little closer and then we'll see. That didn't mean to be threatening. Listen to The Last Podcast Network, free on Spotify. Put on some makeup. Oh, oh, oh. I turn on the tape deck. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I pull the wig back on my head. Suddenly I'm Miss Midwest Midnight Checkout Queen. Until I head home and I put myself to bed. I um I need to say welcome to page seven, but also have to have to. I know we usually keep our Riverdale in the box where twit it belongs, <laughs> but today I have to yell. Except the only good thing about the idea that Riverdale is doing Hedwig and the Angry Inch oh, my musical God. episode is the fact that I have been listening to Hedwig nonstop all day because I was like, why am I not listening to Hedwig right now? I love it so much. You know, Origin of Love was the song that we put on as we exited our wedding. Oh, It is uh, a favorite of ours, a wig in a box. Of course. I love Hedwig so much. When I heard that news, I almost ran out into the street and found a random child and snapped its neck. And you don't even Whoa. watch Riverdale. Yes. Yeah, and I don't even watch Riverdale. I was just so, I couldn't, excited, scared. I don't know. It's sacred ground, Jackie, to me. And I don't know if I I can, I want, if if it will be pleasing upon to me to see the Riverdale kids do their rendition of it. The thing about the Riverdale musical episodes is that you never know if it's going to be pleasing. Right, because what was the bad one? Uh, The bad, well, let's see. They did Carrie and Heather's. Carrie was bad and Heather's was good. Carrie was bad. 
Heather's was good, though, right? <laughs> if I remember correctly. I enjoyed Heather's, but the problem is, Molly, is that we love Riverdale. Yes. And not everybody does. We forgive them for a lot. And this one, I don't know how I'm going to get through this episode. I'm actually <laughs> genuinely upset. And you yeah. think, like, but Jackie, you love Riverdale and you love Hedwig. Hedwig does not belong in Riverdale. Who's yeah. going to be Hedwig? I guess Kevin. Is he, though? Kevin's always the director. I think it's going to be fucking Archie. Ugh. Don't you dare I don't even wanna... say <laughs> that. Saying, I have to prepare for the worst. I don't know what... I. I I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. If Archie is Hedwig, I I I don't. I feel like I'm gonna break my television. I I'm might scared to run watch out it. into the street and find a second child, preferably a boy, <laughs> and snap his ever loving <laughs> sweet neck just to hear the crunch and and cry with with violent anger and laughter at the same time, like a Joker movie. <laughs> oh, that's gonna become the Joker. Yeah, I'm gonna become the Joker if Archie's Hedwig. <laughs> because of this. Go up to that staircase in the Bronx and just dance. <laughs> Hold the uh, dance in his way down. That is the most obnoxious staircase on the planet right now. Can you imagine living right off of that staircase? There and was seeing a, there was the a, jerk jerks get up there and be like, "Here's my Joker moment." Ugh. There was a great uh, article about it, and there was also just like a meme of a guy being like, "Yeah, I hang out there and I ache people." <laughs> and I was like, "That's awesome." Oh my god! People are trying to go to work. Apparently. The episode is that Mr. Honey forbids Kevin from performing a number from Hedwig and the Angry Inch at the variety show. And so Kevin and our gang rally against their principal by each performing a number from Hedwig, turning the variety show into a full-fledged musical that, as always, reflects our characters' inner lives and struggles. Mm. So... So that means they're all going to take turns being Hedwig, I'm assuming. It's yeah, going to be... Which I, I guess I would prefer that than picking any any member of the cast to be Hedwig. But hold it, you don't even... We're, see, it's, <laughs> what's interesting is we're sitting in a kind of triangle right now. Yes. Jackie's the only one who truly understands the impact of all of this. Right. Because I am <laughs> Hedwig, you're Riverdale. Yeah. Jackie is the space directly in between. I'm the space between. I'm just uh, what DMB was singing about come all on. those years. Why is, it, why is Dave Matthews Band coming up a bunch lately? <laughs> Stop. Because I've been. I haven't been. <laughs> Someone else talked about it recently, brought it up. I, I think, I don't know why. And, and it gave me these flashbacks, those horrible concert experiences where I was like, oh, I'm going to like find the girl of my... I love Ooh. and I'm gonna kiss her during uh, satellite or Ooh. something. You know what I mean? And then being so horny and so sexless. Wait a second. Says the man that knows how to play Crash into Me on guitar. In the little boy's <laughs> dream. And what is going on in that little boy's dream, Dave? Because that is the most molesty lyric I've ever heard in my life. But we don't need to get into that, okay? Because we're not talking about the right right now. We're talking about the best musical maybe ever. It might be my favorite musical of all time. Molly, I kind of want to like send you home with like a DVD of it or something. You know, I know. what I mean? So the problem with me is that, yes, I love musicals. <laughs> and also I am like, you know, pretty queer when it comes to gender. And yet I have not seen Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And uh, there are many things I have not seen and everyone sure. hates me for it. Right. But this is the thing they hate me the most for it. I, right. have I would so never many, hate you for it. Yeah, so I, I, people, I am surprised that you people. haven't seen it. Yeah, are like, I hate you people would love it. I hate you because you'd love it. People who do that, I hate. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen Jaws? I can't believe. 
that's like the ultimate like college nerd move that just gets old so fast. You've never seen uh Godfather. It's like I am je- I'm for me, I'm jealous. You've never seen Godfather? Good for you. You get to actually see it for the first time ever. I'm so jealous yeah. of you right now. Not I I tout my my worldly ways at you, yeah. Jack Jacqueline. You, I'm just saying though, Molly, you will lose your mind, and you'll you are just gonna be like, oh my god, I can't believe I haven't done it. Because I mean, you know what it's about, right? It's like Hedwig is an East German trans woman rock singer, and she had a botched um, operation, which is her angry inch and she's and she she's an internationally unknown superstar inside of her brain that's going to become a superstar but she made this other guy this her like tommy tommy gnosis she made he's this big star but she like made him who he was and then he because he stole all of her songs so she's Ah. going around performing in like shitty venues just outside of the giant arenas that he's playing in it's a really well constructed, Ugh. wonderful musical, and I highly recommend it um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like um, I, there was maybe it was it, it came up recently in the last year or two. Maybe it was there was some production of it or something. That yes, I realized. well, I saw it on Broadway. It was back it, on Broadway. Yeah, right? I saw it on Broadway. Wait, did you see it with NPH in it? No. Le- my wife Lexi Next. got to see it with everybody. She got to see it with MPH. She got to see it with the guy from Book of Mormon and the one I went to. I forget his name, but it was one of the not great ones, and that's the one I saw. Mm. I'm sure it was still a wonderful experience. Not as though. good as NP. Oh, oh, I did get to see it with the OG though, with the John Cameron Mitchell as wow. well. And the only problem with that was he broke his foot, like really early on in the production so but he played it off really well he had it's john cameron mitchell right am i crazy yes yeah i'm yeah. so bad with names i'm i just always get john cameron mitchell wrote it wrote and, it and starred in star. it directed it like, he's amazing and i got to see him do it but he broke his foot early on so he was on like crutches i mean it was commendable that he actually went through <laughs> with the production and he made a lot of jokes about it and stuff, of but he wasn't. It is. It is a very mobile show. Uh-huh. So you did f- sense that you were lacking a little something. You were missing a little something. Not having him as fully mobile. Anyways, though, I just love it so much. It's like I, my favorite. I see. I'm. I'm over here scared because I'm very touched by how much you seem to love it, and I'm. I, I love. I love Riverdale, but I, uh, I would bet everything I own that they are not going to do it justice. And I'm almost no. curious to to no. like have you see it in its embryonic state though, Molly, like without having seen the musical just to get that perspective. I I that's why I was about to say like I implore you if you are going to if you guys watch Riverdale, definitely watch Hedwig beforehand. But you know what I am also interested <laughs> Molly, I'm asking you to not watch it. <laughs> Don't listen to it. Don't know anything into it because I'd love to hear what you have to say on the matter. <laughs> what you I'll think be, the musical is. I'll be the person who learns about Hedwig's songs <laughs> via the cast of Riverdale. In the most ass-backward oh. way. No. <laughs> I mean, they'll definitely do Origin of Love. They'll definitely do Wig in a Box, right? Yeah. I mean, those oh, are yeah. givens. Um, Midnight Radio, they'll probably do. They're definitely going to do Midnight Radio. Right. And they're going to do an- um, and The Angry Inch, I'm, I'm assuming. I mean, that one's really dirty. I mean, I guess the show is dirty, though. The show is dirty. dirty. This just makes me think of, I was just talking about, you know when you start telling a story about your past, and you're like, man, I haven't thought about that in a really long time. When I was in high school, I was the lead in this play called The Children's Hour, yeah. where I was a teacher. It was like set in the 1940s. 
of an all-girls school and I was the head of the school and I was in love with the female teacher of the school, but it's all about the gossip of the kids and the kids gossiping that I'm a lesbian and it ruins my whole life because I keep saying it's not true. And then of course it ends up being true and in the end I give this whole monologue to her about how I've been in love with her the entire time and then I walk off stage and I shoot myself in the head. <laughs> and is that a play? For a 17-year-old oh, to lead? My God. Oh, <laughs> I, man. I, you know, the, 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 there's <laughs> there's a lot of plays that high schoolers do that they shouldn't do. Yeah, that's, no. kids get real into it. And there's a lot of Nazi plays that the high schoolers do that mm. I also think are probably not. Somebody reminded me recently that when I was in high school, we did a Nazi play. I don't even remember what the name was, but a play set during World War II, during the Holocaust. And the set involved two not, you know swastika banners being hung. And they were just there for like school assemblies and stuff. I what? had completely forgotten what? this. So, you bring them down? No, they're part of the set. So, like, we have meetings and stuff with fucking two swastikas. I don't remember oh this at all. That's it. I'm relying on the re- on this being recounted from a friend, but uh, it definitely. I mean, I don't think it wasn't like all year, but I think there must have been you know two weeks towards the lead up. Oh of, my you know, god! <laughs> isn't that fun? That's like, it's really bad. Really, I mean, again. Uh, this is this is all hearsay because my brain must have completely blocked it, blocked out. it out. You just unclogged a memory of mine that I remember nailing it as Jack Nicholson's character in A Few Good Men in high school. I remember <laughs> I got to go, wait, 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 you wait, want wait. the truth? You want the truth? You can't handle the truth! I no, you did it. it. And everybody was like, hell yeah. Yeah, we were doing like scene work in theater class. And I got to play a part and everybody was like, today he becomes... An actor. You know, it was like that moment for me. You want the truth, Jackie? You can't handle the motherfucking truth. Oh my God. I can't. We also did a show called Dark of the Moon, which was like set in the. In the hills, I think in like the the Rocky Mountains, it was all about moonshine and that kind of stuff, and like <laughs> old folklore. And in the middle of it, we crowd around a young girl, and. Um, uh, the priest or like the pastor forces himself upon her to get rid of the demons inside of her and we weren't the bad guys in the play <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we were against the witches in the play like I was like I was going back through this like why have I not thought about this in a very long time and again this all goes back to they should Hedwig is not for a group of ragtag teens yeah. to perform. But perhaps that's better than just doing a lot of Nazi plays without ever right. even having... I never even learned about World War II in school. <laughs> I literally never made it that far. You started in fucking ancient China, and maybe you make it up to 1900 if you're maybe. lucky. If you are, if you cross your fingers. So we had zero education about what was actually going on in World War II, and we're just up here to, you know, acting out Nazi plays. Uh, but what we really need to talk about, y'all, we need to talk about Coop. Oh, God. I thought you were going to bring up something else. Yeah, I guess we need to talk about stupid ass goop. We, this is just a goop podcast now. Uh, I'm yeah. upset about it, but we have to do it. What's okay? Can you give me a background? And I have listened to a lot of page seven in my day. What is the. 
bring us up to date on the evolution of Gwen- the the page seven relationship with Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop from the beginning. I like to think we all came up at the same time together. You know, we've all our, our <laughs> yeah! star our star yeah. rose as hers did, <laughs> and it all started too because it was like the idea. It's like all the jade egg controversy, but it started because she would put out like Oprah would put out. Her list of things, like Goop's list of things for Christmas. So every year we would wait until Christmas for her to release them because it was always things like buy this island. It's only $150,000, but wouldn't your boyfriend love it? Did it start and things like that? Like that absurd? Oh, yeah. Was it always that absurd? It never had yes. some basic beginnings? No, I think that if anything, like I remember in like 2010 hearing about Goop, hearing people be annoyed by Goop. But I think it, at least at its origins, at least as I remember it, and when we were talking about it at first on the show, it was like annoying, but it was more like, um, you know, kind of like extremely wealthy, like mom listicles annoying. Right. Like it wasn't like fucking radiate mushrooms yeah. into your uterus yeah, to it wasn't, it was, yeah, it wasn't free the demons or Actually whatever. killing people like the bee sting uh article yeah like it was like you know yeah it was like you know 10 ways that cleansing your water can help your ph balance it's like watching the origin story of like lex luther yeah in front of you in real life yeah this this thing that started totally innocent in so many ways right and then you guys slowly because i think when i have now that i have come in on the show it was like oh this is like an evil empire that must be feared yeah yeah, whereas at first, like, the per- first person, before we even started page seven, the first person who I heard complain about Goop was, like, a mom who was, like, this is, like, an annoying mommy blog, basically. Right, like, right. imagine if, like, your most annoying, richest mm-hmm. friend had a mommy blog. Yes. And uh, and then it evolved from, like... Yeah, it was conscious uncoupling. It yeah, was whatever. Right. And then now, yeah, it's, like... And now it's, like, shove a poisonous <laughs> egg up your vagina. It's scary now. It's got... Because I, I also was sent... Years ago, because there was a thing called moon dust. I think yeah, it was called. Oh yeah. Uh, it was it. I we sex got dust. Sex yes. dust. Yeah, we got and some. we got some sex dust. And that amazing article you sent, where they're just rebranding everything for Alex Jones's Infowars, and sex dust was one of them. It's called like man powder or something <laughs> like that. And we need so to talk about this because talk about terrifying <laughs> that they are now starting to realize. That I mean, this is something that's been realized over the years, but it's just becoming more and more apparent that if you guys listen to LPN, you are aware of whom Alex Jones is and his insane show Infowars. It's a bunch of bullshit conspiracy stuff. He's so he's so out of touch with things. That's actually very hilarious to watch. But he is very right wing. And now you can see that a lot of things that Goop is hawking is also rebranded and sold by InfoWars as well. I love her. Her uh, Why Am I So Effing Tired pills are called Brain Force Plus <laughs> on <laughs> InfoWars. <laughs> it's amazing because it's like sometimes like a very, uh, there's a very like reductive idea of the horseshoe theory in politics that I, I hate it, but the idea is that the far left and the far right are uh, the same and they're not. Uh, one you know they're different they're very different they believe different things but i feel like what's happening with no 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 but uh but what's happening with alex jones and goop because it's like the it's like 
the paranoid fantasies of like a wealthy right. Hollywood elite are, are, are somehow aligning. There's a horseshoe with like yeah. the, the paranoid <laughs> fantasies of like the distrustful person who's convinced that the wealthy Hollywood elite is all like trying to get inside our brains and run us. Like, like right. they both, they do represent real kind of opposite uh, spectrum things. And, and, and to, to see them truly meet in the middle is an amazing By thing. By the way, yeah. And sex dust is super male vitality. On Infowars. Yeah, t- just take it and make it manlier. I mean, maybe we should take them back to back. <laughs> I remember we got that sex dust, and I remember just like staring at it and being like, I am not going to use this. I don't know what. Well, this and I is. used it, and I didn't know at the time if it was like, oh, is this just forcing me to be like, I could fuck? You know? Like, Did it, it work? Felt like it's like I put. I mean, I guess we had sex. <laughs> it works in the sense that you, you don't can, know. You can. We did have sex, but at the same time, you know, it was. It was like, one of those things where it's like one of those like we should have sex because right. we just... had this thing put in it. <laughs> oh yeah, you're supposed to put it in your drink because I remember. Yeah. We, we we both got it, and I think that I was trying to get pregnant at the time and wasn't sure like whether I should ingest it, and so I didn't take it and then you did take it and you put it in like a diet coke or something yes <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I mean because there's things like you know there's the healing stickers too that goop sells that are made from quote nasa spacesuit material but of course nasa's response was what a load of bs this is but <laughs> the real reason why i wanted to talk about it today is because goop lab dropped yes this week and i really didn't want to give it any kind of numbers, you know what I mean? Because I'm very against it, but of course I had to see what was going on yes. because I kept getting tagged in things like Goop forces her uh, staffers to go on a psychedelic mushroom retreat mm-hmm. in Jamaica. How do I not? Of course I'm 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 interested, <laughs> and that is honestly one of the more um, innocent ones in a lot of ways. Like I've only seen the I've only seen the first two. It is the mushroom trip one. And the cold therapy one. And I think both of those, there are actual things about those that are, um, that can be very helpful when it comes to uh, opening your mind, uh, helping you deal with um, addiction, depression, things like that, especially the psychedelic thing. But it's also, re- I was talking to Jackie about this where it's like, oh, but it's also really irresponsible to act like, you know, one person says, like, I feel like I've been through five years of therapy in five hours. And it's like, yeah, but what? No, like, no, in no way did you guys, like, really get across how any of the trauma you were going in with was, like, unpacked actually for you. Yes, you had a, tr- a psychedelic experience. It's, like, amazing. It's eye-opening. It can really rewrite your circuitry in a lot of ways. But at the end of the day, there was nothing there substantial on any level in terms of, like, them actually receiving five years of therapy in five hours to the point where that's irresponsible to say. Well, it's interesting because... The, the, again, the commonality between Goop and Alex Jones is revealing here because Goop is so anti-science. And like the, the psychedelics as therapeutic actually is something that science. is being studied. Yes, which there is great. There is science yeah. to and, it, and, right? Yeah, exactly, and right? Like, and, there, there is controlled and studies. And I'm excited there's, about that science. That pe- science is real to me. Very real. Sure. There's people advocating that psychedelics can be really, really useful for people with like severe PTSD, mm-hmm. like with for people with addiction. Like there is, this is a 
a, a, a something that can be known. It can be studied. It is currently being observed and cultivated as a science. And so, you know, Goop just fucking swings it on a chandelier and it's just like with dropping mushrooms everywhere and calling it five years of therapy. So it's like, you know, in that sense, it, it it's delegitimizes been- it. And especially and then it's awful because some stuff that I'm actually into like that the cold therapy even thing things even seemed okay but then you you put it right alongside um psychic fucking mediums and and it's like no you don't don't and 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 stuff that is just not is pseudoscience so you're putting things that are actually pretty legitimate right up next to things that really are not and treating it all on the same level and that's where goop i become becomes a word that people like to say a problematic and I forget what the phrase is is it emotional torture porn watching people go through their own tripping and their own experiences as someone that I have I will say I've tripped quite a bit in my lifetime right, me too. and I've also done it under circumstances with a people that have guided me through my psychedelic experience before and how dare you? I think it's actually very rude, and I'm aware of the fact that they got paid to do it. I know that they were there of their own free will. But that is, I think, I, like to a point that I shut it off because, like, this is invasive. I shouldn't be watching these people go through it. I'm aware of the fact that they consented to this, but I feel like, number one, Goop's not fucking there. I want to see your fucking vulnerable side. If you're going to say these things and you're going to do these things, you fucking do it. I want to watch you do it. She (laughs) sits on a couch and like clogs or whatever. And (laughs) And she's just like, oh my God. Yeah, I did MDMA once. Yeah, that's great. It's like, no, this is a very vulnerable experience to use for you to make money off of. Yeah, that's right. I want to see Goop fucking sweat out her trauma in in front of the camera. Also, also, I was really, that was actually maybe some of the most irresponsible stuff right now. Uh, MDMA is very dangerous right now because it is very much so being laced a lot with fentanyl. It is uh, really, really probably the most dangerous time to be messing with ecstasy and MDMA and stuff like that. People are fucking dying left and right. So don't sit here and act like it's totally cool to go get some MDMA off the street and like go for it. Right now it is really scary. So again, it's just like stuff like that where it's like, come on, just have a disclaimer or something. Try to be at all responsible about what you're telling everybody to go out and do. Well, that's for Goop. There's no stakes. It's just her image. It's just she. Then she gets like some, some like little like, oh wow, that pretty lady did MDMA. It's How like Madonna, funky! It's like Madonna doing MDMA and her whole backlash with that. You right. know what I mean? It's just like we, you're cool. We get it. Yeah. And I will say that the beginning of every episode, it does say the following series is designed to entertain and inform, not provide medical advice. You should always consult your doctor when it comes to personal health okay, so or before you start pre-treatment. That's fine, but. Yeah, but that's like but that's still. a that's kind of a weak disclaimer. I don't think anybody's watching and being like, "This is my doctor," you know. But right. they are gonna watch it and be influenced by it. Yes, you know. And I don't even I'm not even like a scold when it comes to like the responsibility of media for the impact that it has on young people in terms of it's like I'm not like a video games make people violent person, but I do think I think that you make a good point, Holden, that like if Goop is gonna be sitting here being like. I bring this aura of health to everything. Then, like, her whole thing is to be an authority on health. And she's telling people to stick stuff in their vaginas. It's going to make them sick. She's telling, she's like, shouting out like drug use references for like her own creds that 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 aren't actually this like safest street drugs to do right now like you know it's just like what are you are you a health website are you like a 
fun and bad this girl is the or thing, what? I right. think the biggest red flag with her is that she never says, oh, stay away from this. Oh, I would be really careful with it. She never, it's always, it's always rule of improv. Yes and, yes and, yes and, uh-huh. everything. And it's like, I, for once, I'd like to hear her just be like, this I would stay away from. These aren't these aren't things that we should really. This is bad in terms of the realm of like new health and whatever. This is you know she never does that. It's always everything's great. Shove the egg up your fucking <laughs> junk hole. Put whatever up there. It's so funny because like when it comes to like what you're supposed steam to put it. now, steam it now, punch it. It's like there's really very little that you're supposed to put in your vagina, and with her, it's just like a, the more the merrier. Yeah. You know, just keep going. Owen, keep going. Put up that, yo. Is that a bucket of slime? Yeah, it really helps there. make it um, more fucking family friendly if you shove a bunch of slime up. Why it. not? I mean, I'm down to you start using it as another purse. I already use my bra and my breasts as a purse. Why not use my pussy as a pocket? Right? In that there's my pussy pocket. The ultimate fanny pack. It's a literal fanny. <laughs> Although, yeah, I guess we do have an external pussy. Isn't that what we call it? Our pussy bags? Yeah. So I guess I have one, and now I need another one. I need an internal one, all right? I mean, down to the fact, this is supposed to, the, the woman that we're supposed to listen to now about all these alternative medicines, things like that. And then she goes on Late Night with Seth Meyers. She's pushing the cruise line that I brought up a little while ago that they're doing goop wellness cruises now so you can be stuck on a boat and you can't get away from all of the infomercials that she's uh, shoving at you at goop at sea and she couldn't remember whether um, her cruise line is on Royal Caribbean or on celebrity cruises she screwed up she said Royal Caribbean and then she said I did I got the cruise wrong because I'm on mushrooms and like it's at like Okay. Oh my God, she's so green. <laughs> she's just like us. It's like I used to make those kind of jokes too back in the early days of Roundtable when I was scared that I wasn't funny. So I'd be like, I'm trying to desperately to be like, yeah, I had it. I fucked that in it. You know, I was trying to be the worst version of myself. And I feel like she tries to do that to be so edgy to be like, oh, I don't know. I'm just so crazy. You're goop. You're not that edgy. You're the least edgy person I. On earth that's her whole thing like your whole thing is that you're so fucking boring and so rich you're just so rich and so boring that you have a whole show and a whole website devoted to telling people to do harmful things to their bodies so that you can then talk about maybe doing harmful things to your own body never actually do them and then have it be like wow what a fun girl I am Lex I'm not one of those boring bro. girls I'm a fun girl origin story dude yeah this is our first super villain that we're getting to see be created in the real world fuck and of course she's in Marvel movies She's learning from them. She's taking notes. She's going to be literally the first supervillain we will ever see in any human's lifetime. Well, I guess maybe if you want to count like Hitler. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think that she... And yeah, I've just made that comparison. She, I don't know. I, I mean, she's, I don't she, know I don't if we need to go there. <laughs> different types of supervillains. Right, right. Probably different super levels. Supervillain, yeah. No, yeah. She's, but that's what that's why I say supervillain, really, to make the distinction. Like, one that other comparison's pure evil. 
like real evil. This is like this weird, almost fun evil. If it wasn't actually negatively affecting people's lives, she's just so ridiculously bad. It's like, I mean, it is like a, <laughs> like a, in the way that a soup, in the way that Hitler was like a fascist <laughs> political leader uh, uh, and not like a person in a comic book, except that Hitler was in all sorts of wonderful anti fascist sure, I mean, comic Captain books. Captain America. And exactly. Everything. But, uh, <laughs> the look on but, Jackie's face but, right now. Goop is like a supervillain in the sense right? that she is just like, uh, she's like a classic comic book supervillain yeah. in the sense that she's like a wealthy person who Uber wants rich, to cultivate her own image. Big smile on just, her face. It's going to go wrong, and then it's going to get all twisted. She's going to be in a tube of getting an infusion of right? some sort, and then it's going to turn her into some, you know, Cyborg weird snake. Yeah. Or snake woman. You know what it is? She's got one of those voices, too, that you have to lean really close in Ugh. to hear what she's saying. And she I feel no like lips. that's when she grabs you with her claw. Yeah, that, yeah. That's when she puts. What's the the movie with the ball? <laughs> Scary uh, in the in the funeral home in the grave with the uh, pet cemetery uh, no. with the ball. It's a ball. There's a ball. There's the silver ball. There's the scary oh, man oh, in the silver uh, ball. Phantasm. Phantasm. It's yeah, just like Phantasm. It. It's just like Phantasm for sure. <laughs> Everything that we've just discussed, comparing Gwyneth Paltrow to Hitler, uh, <laughs> Goop the TV show. It's all exactly one to one to the film. Fantastic about the <laughs> metal ball that haunts people and uh, mm. takes their souls. It's it's yeah yeah. I can't believe it's like as if it was already written before the book and Gwyneth <laughs> saw the book the movie. Um, <laughs> why? Where are we? Am I in a studio anymore? I think I'm in a dream state right now. Are we on an episode of Goop? <laughs> Is she controlling us? Hey guys, Carolina Hidalgo here from Movie Sign with the Mads podcast. I'm here with my co-hosts Frank Conniff and Trace Bellew, who you may know and love from Mystery Science Theater 3000. The three of us come together and we do a weekly podcast here on Last Podcast Network. Movies like Black Panther. It's the good cats movie. Parasite. Unlike an actual parasite, it doesn't suck. Parasite will feed on you long after you've seen it. It's in my head. Avengers Endgame. Not a porn about anal. Goldfinger. I love Goldfinger. Take it from me, Oldfinger. Aquaman. It sucks every bit as much as I thought it would. You will believe a fish can swim. Black Dynamite. It's both of those. Movie Sign with the Mads, here on Last Podcast Network, available exclusively on Spotify. I don't know, but I think that we're flying up high, and I think that we're going back in time, and I think that it's the day of the Grammys all over oh again, because we God. need to talk about the lowest-watched Grammys of all time, Grammys 2020, and um, it seemed like nobody really cared. Well, first of all, I have to say... Um you said you were you sent us the thing I meant to respond to it before, but you were like, I don't understand why all these people are not at the Grammys this year. I'm pretty sure because there's this huge scandal with the CEO that involved like sexual harassment and stuff. What happened is that the Grammys CEO was ousted from her position because she claims that she was being removed after complaining about sexual harassment and pay disparities and for calling out conflicts of interest in the nomination process for music's most prestigious awards. So it could definitely, so no one is out and out saying that that is why, because, so the reason, so, I mean, you guys don't see the emails I send. I was questioning because it was like, <laughs> Beyonce wasn't there, Adele wasn't there, Rihanna wasn't there, Selena Gomez wasn't there, Taylor Swift wasn't there, Halsey wasn't there. These are huge people, and of course, obviously, what they all have in common is that they are all women. I just, I was wondering why then, why they weren't out and out saying that that was the reason why. And that's it. 
I mean, I get it. I guess they didn't want to bring it into the political sphere, so they'd rather just say nothing than say something bad and get into a bunch of shit for it. But all of the, the articles that I looked up about it were like, oh, yeah, well, they're probably just busy. That's interesting because Ooh. in the past, I feel like, right, when there has been something like uh, a specific kind of, uh, you know, scandal or issue that has been around an award show there's sometimes at least been like a pin you know <laughs> like a hashtag me too pin. we usually are talking about it right and I, I am i that's why i was so uh, i was just wondering so if you guys know anything about it let us know because i don't really know i just found some a motherfucking tea would you like my tea? Is it tea time? Tell us the tea. It's slurp, always slurp, tea slurp, time. Slurp, 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 slurp. Oh, need a crumpet. So, okay. It says here, Swift was planning to perform her feminist anthem, The Man, but she at, at Sunday's award show, but she decided not to. First of all, it said after the former executive alleged that there had been serious misconduct, yada, 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 what we just talked about, but also, also, but also, you fucking teabags. Whoa. Also, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you teabags. I'm just trying to be <laughs> I'm like, I'm steeping, fun. bitch. I'm steeping. <laughs> also, apparently the like lawyer of the Grammys is a guy named Joel Katz, who is apparently the one that worked for Big Machine and drafted up all the stuff that, that kept her from being able to like uh, have her own music and stuff. That is another big Oh, factor. against Scooter, Scooter Badman? Yes. Scooter Badminton. So. Who kept her from having her music or whatever, Molly? Okay, so before you badmouth T Swift for the millionth time, I'm, wow! I, I can see it in your eyes. I'm I know you've never actually said anything bad about T Swift, but I can see it in your eyes, Miss Americana. Uh, January thirty first. Uh, I hope we all can watch it together in spirit or whatever. All the listeners, we're never gonna watch it together. But <laughs> but that doesn't explain why like Beyonce and Jay Z weren't there, why Lady Gaga wasn't there, and. Especially Beyonce won a Grammy. Lady Gaga won a Grammy. They weren't there. Oh, really? Because I was about to say, I thought it was also kind of because they haven't, they didn't really have big years in 2019 for music per se. I feel like one thing I love about Beyonce is she just doesn't show up to a lot of yeah. things. Yeah, I guess she did Homecoming. Did she was Homecoming in 2019? Uh, yeah, I cannot believe that Homecoming was in 2019. Never mind, she had a huge year. <laughs> uh, she yeah. always is a huge year. Yeah, but I will say, did you guys watch the Demi Lovato performance oh of her song "Anyone"? And it. That, I just sobbed through the entire fucking thing. So, I didn't realize she wrote it four days before her overdose, which I literally couldn't even say out loud to Lexi after I watched her performance, because Lexi was in the in the room with me. She was like, that was beautiful. And I was like, yeah. And I was just like, she wrote it? She wrote, like, I literally couldn't say, I was like, I don't want to cry right now. Like, you know what I mean? I was in tears. It was so beautiful. I The lyrics of that song, I did not think I would be so moved by it, but I loved the lyrics, which was just so hopeless. It's, and everybody's been there before of just saying, like, no one's listening. I don't even know, understand the point of praying. Like, God, that is the that is a song written from the soul about rock bottom. And I didn't really know what my feeling. I didn't have super strong feelings about Demi Lovato one way or the other before this, and now I yeah. know that I... The needle has been strongly, strongly moved to extremely positive feelings. Uh huh. Uh huh. And she even, while she started, she started singing it, and she was in that beautiful dress, uh. and it was just her and the person playing the piano, and she sang the first couple of lines, had to stop, 
because she started crying and then she kept going and then just the silent tears that streamed down her face as she sung it. I just, oh, I mean, it immediately stopped it uh-huh. and went back and watched it again. <laughs> it was, I was like, this is so raw. It was unbelievable. Like the lyrics, the the and then the power of her voice when she really hits those crescendos was like, I couldn't believe it. I was absolutely floored. I feel like... Demi Lovato is not someone I brought up a lot, but is was yeah. always in blind items. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and tragedy. And so I try not to get too tragic with the blind items, you know? And uh, yeah, so, and I didn't really, I was like, who is she? Because she was what, a Disney girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. A Disney star kind of having the troubles like they do, yeah. like they tend to have. No, she's been through a lot. I'm looking forward to somebody doing the pop history of Demi Lovato because she's only 27 and she's been through so fucking much. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to learn more about her story because now I am compelled and I hope that things are better for her and that this is really like her moment, you know? And also, please listen to it. If you listen to the recording that you can listen to on Spotify, it's called Anyone, and that was also recorded. She wrote it and recorded it oh my God, days really? before she overdosed. Oh. Holy shit. And so listening to that, oh my God, I listened. I'm just like walking on the sidewalk and I had to stop because my whole body hurt. As someone that has been an addict in the past, and when just like you don't know what to do, Ugh. and you just hit rock bottom, I'm not gonna start crying right now. I can't <laughs> cry. What about the, the dog that died? Talk about the dog. Stop that died. it! Uh, but yeah, I agree, and it's fine. Not to not to downplay Selena Gomez's "Lose You to Love Me," but like you hear that, and it's like uh, okay, break, you know, heartbreak or whatever. But you hear, I mean, this, that song is fucking amazing. That song's amazing, but, but in comparison, to, you hear this. This is like that real shit yeah like this is real fucking shit yeah you know um so anyways i just say i think yeah great stuff man like i want to see more honesty like that in pop music i absolutely love it well and that's why of course we love lizzo which mazel mazel to my lizzo yay to oh, lizzo yeah. looked also, amazing also yay to lil nas x too i yeah. feel like there is every year there's always a lot uh written by like uh, cultural critics who I really respect about how there are, you know, decades and decades of examples of black artists not being recognized at the Grammys and that that's like a part of the Grammys history is to like. Yeah. And that they're actually got some call outs on that. Too. Yeah. Like is to like praise is to like recognize white artists often who have been like appropriating black culture, but then not actually like award black artists themselves. And I feel like at least, you know, seeing Lizzo and uh, Lil Nas X win this year was like nice for that reason, especially since old, you know, Old Town Road was like had its own journey like that. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you see what Lil Nas X was wearing? Yeah. <laughs> He's yes. so cute. Oh my God. Do yourself a flavor and look up. He has got this hot. <laughs> pink sex tuxedo on that's also kinky as well with like the way that the straps were on his bare chest i love that too people make a lot of references to they compare his style to these award shows to um characters from one of my favorite animes jojo's bizarre adventure and it's so true like because jojo's Bizarre adventure is about like ludicrous style like that with like straps and craziness and like very vibrant and uh, man he's just rocking those looks I love his I love his fashion so much and I feel like yeah he's like this ever since he like the way from the way that he like came out and then the way that his he's been like 
sparkly cowboy daddy, but like not daddy because he's so young, but right. like sex, like he's just, I just like, he's flawless. He could be a daddy. He's just a young daddy. He's a young daddy. Yeah, he's a zaddy. That's what he is. I yeah. thought his daddy was an old daddy. He's a yaddy. He's a yaddy. Sure, <laughs> yeah, I'll take yaddy. yaddy. Little he's yaddy a young boy. Daddy. He's my yaddy. So, how do we feel about Billie Eilish winning all of these awards? So, Billie Eilish won Record of the Year, won Album of the Year, won Song of the Year, won Best New Artist. So, four huge awards go to Billie Eilish. And you could watch as the night went on that she was just uncomfortable with the idea <laughs> that she kept winning. And the thing is that I feel like it, it borderlines with Billie Eilish, who I really enjoy. I really like Billie Eilish's music. I like what she's doing. I like the the music videos that she also usually either creates the whole design of and, and is one of the producers on, I think, almost all of her music videos. She's very big into practical use of things. I dig it. I dig her aesthetic. I dig what she's what she having to say. It's things like that where she you forget that she's so young. So when young. she's mouthing so into young. the camera, I, don't please don't be me. Please don't be me. Please don't be me. Before she ends up taking best album of the year, and some people are very against her, and some people are very for her. So I think that that may be part of it because at first my reaction was eye rolly of her being like not wanting all the success because I agree with you. Jackie, your sentiment of like, um, you know, so many people would want to be in that position. But at the same time, I think it's just a sign of the internet age that you want to do well, but you never want to do too well. Because as soon as you start doing in people's minds too well, you get blasted online. Your everything sort of goes goes sideways for you. All these expectations and all this jealousy and hatred. Like, you don't deserve all this award. That's you know interesting. I Because mean? I... I feel like so you're basically that's an interesting way of thinking about it that I hadn't thought of that she was doing that she was saying like please don't be me out of like like uh because I got to see not the Twitter all comments after uh-huh. you know what I mean or, or, and I feel like there so that could be part of it I I kind of just took it as part of it as of like uh, the way didn't because didn't Lizzo also mouth please be Beyonce when she was when they were announcing when they were reading for oh, her? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So like, awesome. I I kind of took Billie Eilish's thing of just being like, you know, being like a kind of overwhelmed like oh, like you know, not that necessarily that she was anticipating backlash, but more just that like this is the way that like a two year old cries at their own birthday party. Right. Not to, yes, that sounds too, too much. Infan- that sounds too infantilizing to Billie Eilish. But yeah, to be like, holy too shit, much. this is yeah, right. Maybe this is just a lot. I have freakouts too. I would be so scared. So I, I mean, even the idea you both have been married before. I think about that sometimes, where it's like, of course, it's Jackie. She's a Leo season. I love center of attention, <laughs> but not in real life. I immediately am just like, okay, I'm done. Well, can you not? Can we not look at me anymore? Why do you think I'm behind a microphone? Oh, are you talking about the attention that we got on our wedding day? Because that was totally like, I agree. It was like, oh, you're the performer. You'll like love this. It's like, no, no, no. Being vulnerable about my love that I feel for Lexi in right. front of all you people, that is not the kind of attention I like. I love to get on stage and talk about like my dirty balls. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, 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 right. For, right. The, for the entertainment of a bunch of strangers. But my talking fact, about. Fact check, true. <laughs> but, my, but getting up in front of my mother and explaining to her and all these family members and all my closest friends, like, why I how why I love Lexi the way I do. You know what I mean? That is yeah. not exactly my idea of a fun time. <laughs> and also for the wedding stuff, it's like 
I had so my my biggest anxiety was just like, oh my god, Lexi's father with my friends and you know her mom with my mom like you know what i mean just that makes me and even though like everything was fine it just there's something about the idea of mixing i keep my circles really separate and the idea of mixing these different circles together just makes me want to crawl inside of myself and implode definitely and well i mean so take that and then take imagine like creating music which is of course like a very like emotional and vulnerable thing right and i feel like uh yeah, I, I mean, I have no idea what it would be like to be that uh, extremely successful and talented in that way at that young an age. But I feel like there might be, it might not be false humility to just be like, there's really no way I actually did make the album of the song album, even though she, I'm not saying she didn't deserve it at all, but I sure, can imagine. It's a great a, album. No, and I think it's awesome too, because even though, yes, they do come from a lot of money because she makes all of her music with her brother Phineas but they made it in her bedroom yeah I mean that's it's crazy that this if you look at it on paper this is that is like such a dream for people to not only go from like oh well I've been making music in my room to now winning all of the Grammys in one year I also probably be like it's kind of too much yeah that's a lot I already take anxiety medication every day how much I'd feel like I'd have to take 20 before I did something like this and it's probably nice to win one but she even said in one of hers like uh Ariana Grande deserved this I think you know and I think at the end of the day for her it's like she probably didn't want to make all these other people night kind of blip away because she took all of the awards she probably wanted her contemporaries to win so she could go party with them afterwards and like celebrate their wins as well but instead she got all the wins and now she's in this weird I'm a teenager literally in this situation where like all these people I admire didn't win because of me and now like that's gotta be weird I I also feel like there's a cool thing about music maybe this is the case for the acting awards too but but I feel like with music there's this thing where they all obviously other actors are inspired by other actors actors are inspired by each other's performances but the way that musicians are inspired by each other's work to me is different because you're like this album is like enters my soul and moves me you know in a way that like somebody's performance can too for sure but like I feel like that like when Adele won but I get what you're saying you know when Adele won and she wanted Beyonce to win and she was like devastated (laughs) she was like no 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 and it was so nice because it didn't seem like false humility at all it was just her being like no but this was my favorite album yeah I like like, broke up to this album I I fell in love to this music I you know I had you know I totally get what you're saying that yeah that is the special thing about music right that it can have that element like you're not gonna well maybe you will but you're not necessarily gonna watch like a movie over and over again yeah while that you're you'll... feeling these feelings right and processing these things you might a little bit but, but it's not um... that yeah like as much as there's been performances that have moved me it's not not the way that songs or albums have and like so to to have like lizzo be like please be beyonce or to have and who knows exactly why billy eilish was doing that but i can imagine being like but it's not like like if like but I'm not the only one making good music around here. Like there's all these other people who've been making really good yeah. music, you know, and so for wanna, it all to I be on us me. To, like share it together. Yeah. I will say this reminded me of a really funny story of uh, a friend of mine bitching about a coworker of hers and she was like it was the worst. She was going through this breakup and she just played Wide Open Spaces by the Dixie Chick, no ch- Chicks, No Joke, on repeat for the entire work day. <laughs> you know Literally what the thing is, though? I've been there again. before. <laughs> With that I album? have what? been there Literally before. Literally just the one song. Could you imagine the one that, just hearing that one song 
over and over again for an Except entire seven hours. Except I've done it with Traveling Soldier. I, do, I mean, just different Dixie songs, Dixie <laughs> song, different day. Listen to Traveling Soldier, and I fucking dare you not to cry. <laughs> oh, it's so good. She loves his soldier. She falls in love with him, and then he goes to war, and then he dies. <laughs> I, I all love to the Dixie Chicks forever, man, as far as I'm concerned. But maybe not eight hours a day. Maybe not eight hours of any song, much less wide open spaces. <laughs> Especially when you're like, that's your song that you're going to go through your breakup with. That song. Come on. And I'm still trying to figure out why there was a Prince. Um, there is, so there's a whole Prince st- a tribute performance this year and it was headlined by Usher which I thought was an interesting choice I wasn't against the choice it was just a whole weird um, mishmash of a Prince tribute in my brain we are currently um, researching Prince for For pop pop history history. so in my brain I was like oh they knew what we were doing (laughs) so that's why they did it it is Um, a strange Prince died in 2016 yeah so it's like three four years later what do I what is the yeah and it definitely speaks towards the weird just out of touchness that seems to be Grammy's MO but I mean I've always kind of felt like they were sort of just did made bizarre choices I mean I love I mean let's always celebrate Prince I will never turn down for sure the the uh the celebration of Prince yeah he deserves uh, every but you're right yeah the artists they pick a lot of times I just I'm like I guess and I also really dig FKA Twigs but in it yeah she, she just didn't dance and she didn't sing yeah. yeah and that made me upset and apparently there's some there's some controversy going on because FKA Twigs say they um that they weren't a- asked to sing and then Usher was like, no, 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 she was asked to sing. She just decided not to and wanted to dance instead. Mm. So I, I don't really know exactly what happened, but I wanted to hear her sing with Usher. It's like, let's fucking do this, man. Right. They had Sheila E. on the stage. I was, That's I cool. don't know. It would, it just could have been so much more. But I think that this is like up to, I believe that they're doing some sort of huge tribute, like another huge tribute to him that's going to be televised soon. So I believe that this was like a pre it's it was a pre-dip pre-dipping your toes into the warm water that is prince i mean um i'll, I'll never get out of that pool yeah you know? that purple rain pool <laughs> absolutely oh my god i'm oh sorry my god. all i can think about is prince right I now but we're just, not gonna talk about prince i right saw now. the i saw purple rain for the first time yesterday ever by the way speaking of the hedwig thing or whatever and like oh my god just what an album yeah and everything <laughs> you know what you know what guys Controversial Hot opinion. Take. Prince was pretty good. Prince was Rain, good. Great song. Prince is really good. Purple Rain's a really good song. Have you, you guys ever heard, heard of When Doves first. Cry? It's like a really good song. Like, really good. The band had a number of hits. It's like, I get it, I guess. Uh, I am... I'm sad that we didn't get to the story that um, very important news. I feel like you guys should know that apparently Vermont is going to start allowing emojis to be on vanity license plates. Fantastic. I mean, this is big. Will they allow the eggplant? Will they allow the eggplant? Uh, Is my (laughs) question. I doubt it, right? That they would let that slide, right? Because I would just be eggplants all day. Um, I mean, I obviously I sent out in the email that I sent to everybody. I want mine to be bitchin' heart with a hot dog emoji. Right. I think. Can you imagine? I just I just got rear-ended by somebody who, rode, who drove away. It was it was peach. 
peach, eggplant, <laughs> peach. Peach, and then just the word big. <laughs> and then the celebration hat. <laughs> the celebration hat. He, was, he had a gun in his hand. He was firing it wildly. There was also three <laughs> fires on the, the license plate. I think it was, yeah, I think it was uh, it translated essentially to big dick is lit lover of vaginas and he, the bullseye yes he he had literally had coke stuck to his face i just saw just white powder all on, over his not even attempting to snort it just sort of on his skin i'm imagining like a forensic files voiceover that was like the perpetrator was able to get away with it by having both the yellow cat emoji and the realistic cat emoji (laughs) in alternating so people could not describe what the license plate looked like he we've dubbed him the smiley face with sunglasses (laughs) on hit and run killer (laughs) we're looking we're on the lookout right now suspect is armed but he was not as cool as his vanity license plate was Good Lord. <laughs> Thank you guys for, I just, I had to include it because it was like, I'm just sitting here by myself laughing about this. And I think that we just need to share it. Thank you. No, I'm glad, especially in, in the age of the circle. And Molly, I do hope you get to watch the circle. I'm almost done with it personally. And it has been a light in my life, a social media based game show. I if am you like, guys don't listen to talking TV, Holden and I have been watching The Circle and we've been talking about it because again, please listen to talking TV. It's on our Patreon, but t- The Circle way more wholesome than you would expect. Oh my god, it's like we were watching 90 Day and we we're like we have to change it. We have too much rage in our hearts right now because of the current <laughs> current couples on this season. And uh we went back to The Circle. We were like I just want to I just want the feel goodness. Even though there's been some like shady stuff going on but we'll talk about that later <laughs> unbelievable that's a talking tv conversation. i can't believe your favorite is joey at this point to be quite honest with you jackie because i think chris is the numero un we will talk about it later though, i mean chris wrong. is delightful i'm not saying that they're not all delightful i'm just saying that i'm a fucking <laughs> sasso girl number one man I'm Sasso. I live Sasso. <laughs> Watch the circle. It's great. But you know what, guys? Don't worry. It's time for the list. Oh! Who's on the list? Jackie! Gotta have that list. In honor of her challenge this week, which I don't know if you guys saw on my Insta, but I kind of knocked it out of the park. We are talking about 11 fun facts about Dolly Parton. It was just her birthday. Happy belated, Dolly. Happy belated. And, um, you know what? That meme showed that she's still in the game. You guys see that meme? Oh, yeah. She is more in the game than any of us, man. She, It's her world, and we're just living in it. If you guys have not looked, please follow. You should really follow Dolly Parton on every social media because she's a goddamn delight but she did this meme that was like oh it's like her it's it's a picture thing just look at the picture thing and i'm gonna <laughs> what is go that? ahead it's, and it's, a, it's a picture thing, thing. <laughs> all memes are picture All things, of them are, it's, a picture yeah. thing. it's like linkedin it's like facebook it's instagram <laughs> it's tinder and it's like the different pictures oh, you put yes. on each Yes. This is boring. What I'm saying right now is boring. No, people know, now that you've described it, I know what you're talking you about. You used words to describe yes. the pictures. You need to use this, the words. I did it. I did it. And this all stemmed from Dolly Parton, which, of course, she must have had someone help her do this uh, because I had to have Jeff showed me how to do it because I didn't know how to do it. Um, and it's delightful. So let's just jump 
Guess what, guys? You won't find Dolly Parton on a Dollywood roller coaster. Why? Though she's owned it for more than 30 years, Parton has declined to partake in any of Dollywood's rides. My daddy used to say, I could never be a sailor. I could never be a miner. I could never be a pilot. I'm the same way, which I don't know what that means. (laughs) I have motion sickness. I have motion sickness. I could never ride some of these rides. Uh, I used to get sick on the school bus. I love Dolly Parton. And you know what? If you don't like Dolly Parton, don't sit by me. Yep. And yeah, you should probably be formally executed <laughs> by by dog, by way of rabid dogs. I just want to say that you can get sick on the school bus and not get sick on a roller coaster because I get sick on the swings and on the bus and in a cab, but I can ride a roller coaster. Yeah. Me too. So there you go. Yeah, I think you're right. So yeah, take that different. dolly part. Yeah, whatever dolly. I guess I got to be eaten by dogs. <laughs> well, and they sniff you, sniff you. They go, never mind. No, thank you. Don't want That's this That's what the one. dogs are saying? Yeah, they don't want to eat you. So, okay, so we're talking dogs in this scenario. They're not being executed because of yeah. saying something bad about dogs. I'd rather not eat Holden. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, eat British British I like the British one. I like it. Yeah, well, Dolly Parton once entered a Dolly Parton lookalike contest and lost. Wow. Whatever. Apparently, Parton doesn't do drag well. At a Halloween contest years ago on Santa Monica Boulevard, where all the guys were dressed up like me, I just over-exaggerated my look and went in and just walked up on stage. I didn't win. I didn't even come in close, I don't think. I love her. I love it. She's delightful. That's awesome. That is delightful. That's so fun. What did that happen to Adele too? They did like a prank thing where she was in like an Adele, and then she like didn't win. They did a singing contest with oh, her, is that what it and, was? She, and she didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Adele and Dolly Parton, two people who can do absolutely nothing wrong yes, in my eyes. Absolutely no. Oh my god! But also, Adele is working on her new album oh that's going to come out this year. Which, not to be, I'm not saying I feel bad even saying it because we were just having the very nice conversation about Demi Lovato. But man. Her heartbreak is going to be delightful to listen to. <laughs> and if it's not, man, she's going to have a tough year. She's it's going to be amazing. Gonna be Are so you kidding good. me? It's going to be so fucking good. It's going to be so good, dude. Dolly Parton spent a fortune to recreate her childhood home. Parton and her 11 siblings were raised in a small house in the mountains of Tennessee, which also, what is it? The color, many, code of many colors? Y'all should watch that movie. When Parton bought the place, she hired her brother Bobby to restore it to the way it looked like when they were kids. But we wanted it to be functional, she recounted on the Nate Burkus show. So I spent a couple million dollars making it look like I spent $50 on it, even in the bathroom. I made the bathroom so it looked like an outdoor toilet. (laughs) You know? That's, she can do whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. She can. That's not what I would do with my money, but I support her. Hey, anybody who writes Jolene and I Will Always Love You in the same day <laughs> can do whatever the fuck they want. That's true. In the same... See, I want to listen to the Dolly Parton um, podcast. Have you guys gotten into that at no, all? No, not yet, but I also need to listen to it. But I do know that she wrote those two songs in the same day. Incredible. It's called Dolly Parton's America. I have It's on NPR. I haven't gotten into it yet. In fact, we wanted to do a Dolly Parton pop history so badly, but she's on a podcast right, right. now. So I mean, why, why are we talking about her entire life? So it's just like, no. uh, maybe just listen to that right now. And we'll get to it at some point. No, please listen to it. I'm going to start listening to it too, because I just want to hear her dulcet tones. Sure. Um, 
Dolly Parton received death threats from the Ku Klux Klan. In the mid-2000s, Dolly would join the ranks of family amusement parks participating in Gay Days, a time when families with LGBTQ members are encouraged to celebrate together in a welcoming community environment. This riled the KKK, but their threats didn't scare Dolly. I still get threats, she's admitted. But like I said, I'm in business. I just don't feel like I have to explain myself. I love everybody. She loves everybody. everybody. <laughs> I love entertainment writing though. Said this riled the KKK. <laughs> yeah. this, this ruffled the feathers of America's oldest hate organization. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Last Podcast Network listeners. This is The Adventures of Danny and Mike. It's a podcast on The Last Podcast Network featuring your favorite TV bros from the 90s with red hair and freckles. Hopefully he's referring to me, Michael C. Morona, or himself, Danny Tamborelli. I'm referring to both of us. That's cool. But you're not referring to me, Jeremy. Who's that guy? Oh, who knows? Who cares? Well, let's move on. <laughs> uh, check us out weekly on the Last Podcast Network. You can find it anywhere that you get your podcasts. Find us on your FM dial at WLPN. Oh. Wait, Mike. Mike. It's not. This is Do- not a radio station, man. What have, podcast. what have I been different. listening to this whole time? This, I don't know. CBS FM, I think. The dial it's... just came off in my hand. Anyway, check us out. Lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah, call in and let us know how you feel. 347-470-8150. Or theadventuresofdannymike.com. Cousin Brucey coming at you. Easy. Um, there's a statue of Dolly Parton in her hometown of Seaverville, Tennessee. Dolly Parton started her own library. This is still one of my favorite things about Dolly Parton. She started her own library to promote literacy and has given away more than 100 million books. Yeah, that owns. I love that. She is such a huge proponent of of reading, encouraging the, the joy and the love of reading. And as someone that grew up with that and was really truly instilled with that, I think that is so important for kids these days because... It just doesn't, uh, they just don't like to read anymore. And it, it depresses me. And I force my niece to read. I'm like, read it in front of me. You read it at That's me. That's going to make a child really grow up. <laughs> well, Truly it's why I don't have children. reading. <laughs> Molly, what are you doing to encouraging, <laughs> to encourage the love of reading in your children? Because I know that you and Gideon are both huge readers. We I'm going to go with too exhausted to even think about that. <laughs> go on, Molly. We read, we read books before <laughs> nap time and before bedtime. And last night, actually, for the first time, uh, uh, Freddie just pushed Gideon aside and wanted to pretend read the books all by herself and so was just nice. going through them and flipping the pages <laughs> but she doesn't have that many words yet so she was kind of pretend reading but her main word is no but she says it nopa and so she was just there's just this video of her reading turning the pages and being like nopa <laughs> nopa nopa like the world's oh smallest God. book critic just like I hate it Next, next, and so she like <laughs> flips through the pages and then like throws the book to the side, and then gets another one and flips through the pages and says nope, and then tosses it and gets another one. I so love definitely it. A, a, a budding critic. Hell yeah! I mean, I can't wait. I'm just gonna keep. I'm gonna send them books until the end of time. Yeah, Jackie sent us. Uh, um, the, there's a monster at the end of this book, which is of course one of the best children's books yes, of all time. Indeed. I just want them to understand that being a monster is cool and okay, and it's not something that you should be scared of. Yeah. yeah. God bless Sesame Street for making monsters not scary. Yep, Jackie's right? a terrifying monster and a good friend of mine. <laughs> there, there's, there's a monster at the end of this podcast. <laughs> this podcast. And it's me! <laughs> <laughs> but I wear the big top hat now. <laughs> Lovable, furry old Jackie. Good boy. <laughs> In 2018, Dolly Parton earned two Guinness World Records. Okay! 
for one for the most decades with a top 20 hit on the U.S. Hot Country Songs chart and the other for most hits on U.S. Hot Country Songs chart by female artist with a total of 107. So it wasn't for like eating the world's largest hot dog or anything? Nah, I bet I'd, I mean, I'd definitely watch her do that, but I don't want to sexualize Dolly Parton. Well, hold on a second. I have to take this phone call from my mother real quick. Hey, mom. Yeah, now I've heard everything. <laughs> oh my God, you yeah. even told your mother yeah, about it? Yeah, I told it? my mom about it. <laughs> Bye, Mom. I would love it if you started calling your mom. We should start having Jan on the podcast. Oh, yeah, she wouldn't be just frozen about doing this show. She no, 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 she'd love it. Silent and uncomfortable the entire time. I want to hear at least 45 minutes of your mother talking about the King Charles Spaniels. Oh, actually, if you ask her about old Bitsy and Roxy, she'll definitely <laughs> talk to you about that. For sure. Bitsy is such a cute name. Bitsy's so cute. Oh, my Bitsy. Yes. <laughs> That's not what your mother sounds like at all. She's no. very co- collected. Not at all. Very collected. Very stern. She's a, she's a stern King Charles Cavalier <laughs> yes. uh, fan person. Yes. She has some joy. Again, you got uh, to bring, bring a Peggy around. You need yeah. to bring the Barbara around. You she need that joy. friend to, to loosen her up a little bit. We'll have Peggy on the podcast. Oh, Peggy would be great on the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love I want Peggy, Peggy would be actually podcast. legit amazing on the podcast. <laughs> uh, for sure. <laughs> oh my God! We really should do this at some point. Just either get our parents yes. or our parents' friends to yes. be on a podcast, just to see That'd be what great. it would be like. I would love that. I would love that. It'd be so weird and different. Oh, Henry Thomas! Oh, he <laughs> didn't sleep a night until he was seven years old. Bitsy's been drinking water <laughs> lately more so than normal. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> That dog is hydrated. <laughs> and then my mom and then Jan will just keep talking about how, like, enjoy it, though. Oh, it goes by so fast. You have to enjoy it. And then my mother again will say about Henry didn't sleep through the night until he was seven years old. <laughs> that is true. That is a true Ugh, statement. Of course. No wonder he's so anxious and insane. It's so funny That's why he still has bad sleeping problems. Yeah. When, when your kid won't sleep through the night, everyone's like, don't worry. You won't have a first grader who's in bed with you. They'll learn <laughs> it eventually. But it sounds like Henry will was that yeah, first grader. Yeah, but Henry never slept in the bed with them, so he would just know he would just scream and scream and Ugh. scream and scream and scream. That makes so much sense. <laughs> Everything so he just sense. said makes sense. <laughs> but oh, oh, I guess we can't see anything. Oh my god, my eyes! I think I'm going blind. blind. Items! We, we cannot see, see them. them. Thank you. Much better, guys. Was that better? A very, uh, very shitty lack of enthusiasm from Jackie, but other than that, it was a lot. It existed, tighter. though. It was tighter, though. Um. Uh, <clears throat> All right, now it's time for your blind items. And this week, they might elude you. Ooh, what are they going to elude us to? Nah, I think they're pretty normal, actually. Oh. (laughs) Which one named musician and Grammy winner and recent defector of that cult had bodyguards with him when he arrived because he thought his limo was being followed by cult goons, probably sent by his still-in-the-cult ex? One, two, three... Back. back. Yes, absolutely back. Do you know the ex, the still in the cult ex? No. Do we, is she famous? That's for bonus points. A little bit. She's a lo- little bit. Not as famous as he is. She is a musician? Uh, No, an actress. 
Uh, it's not Elizabeth Moss, is no, it? No, it's Marissa Rabisi. Giovanni Rabisi's sister? I guess. She's Beck's ex? She's Beck's ex. <laughs> Beck She's Beck's ex? She's in a new reality show called Beck's ex. <laughs> Beck's ex. And she turns into a dragon at the end of it. Spoiler See, my alert. problem is that the, 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 the name <laughs> Beck now just makes me think of the, the show You on Netflix. Yeah. And that pisses me off. I have... A problem with shows that make every name so weird you have to comment on it. Right. It's like you're losing me in the world yeah. you're creating. <laughs> oh, you mean, wait, you mean that you can't identify with Guinevere Beck? My parents <laughs> had a naming problem, so Ugh. they call me Beck. Oh, season two? Yeah, I've got a quirky name too. Ugh. I don't, I didn't know anything about that show, and now I'm completely cool with Still not knowing anything about that. I am upset with how much of it I've watched. The thing is that I enjoy it, but I don't know if I like trash enjoy it or if I enjoy it, enjoy it. And I've accidentally watched the whole thing. That's exactly me. What's the premise? It's about a stalker. Uh, a very, very bad, violent stalker, but it's also like a, he's the protagonist. He's, it's an uh, anti-hero show. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm exactly the same way, Jackie. I'm like, at first I was like, I hate this. And then I was like, I might like it in a good way. And then I might, yeah. I'm like, I might actually like this like because it's trash. And then I'm like, but maybe it's good. And by that point, you're eight hours in. Yes. And then you've watched the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. really is, and the, to the point that I started, I was like, I don't even know if I want to watch the second season. Play and then I watch the whole second <laughs> oh season. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm in the middle of the second season right Come now, on, and I guys. keep oscillating so between. Much good shit. <laughs> but it is it's good. We talk is, about it on talking TV. This is like what it's. A, it's a. Sh- I watch it because I was like, everyone's talking about this damn show. It's not like right. It is good. It's it's very. I, I have a really intense like episode by episode. My feelings about it change. I'll be like, me too. He's acting the shit out of this. This is so good. And then the next episode, I'll be like, I hate it. I hate everything about it. He's doing a great job. He is. He's acting the fuck out of it. Well, he Bex- is very feelings about Scientology Bex. have changed for, for clearly because Bex he used to be X. in it now he's out but I will say Beck always said Beck has recently said he keeps going back and forth I think there's a misconception that I am a Scientologist I'm not a Scientologist I don't have any connection or affiliation with it my father has been a Scientologist for a long time but I'm pretty much just focused on my music and my work for most of my life intended to do my own thing I think it's just something people ran with but former Scientologists including Ria Ramini has called him out for totally bullshitting us on that point, which she even called it like a pussy move or something like that. And she was like, you can quote me on that. Uh, so I guess he's maybe like kind of bullshitting everybody about his lack of being a Scientologist in the past. I think it's because he knows he's like the most like likable musician, except yeah, and that's, and that's just like one a thing. one thing that's he is not so, likable. I used to really like him. I think he is so boring now, and I think his music is kind of, become very boring. But you know what? Midnight Vultures, great, great fucking album. album. Absolutely. Uh, Debra, oh my God. But um, last year he filed for divorce from his wife of 14 years, actress and Scientologist Marissa Rabisi. So apparently she was uh, gooning it up on the way to the Grammys. <laughs> Dang. Another thing about the Grammys, this is a funny one. At a pre-Grammy party, this long time back in the day A-list rapper got asked if she was Snooky. That even got a laugh from her. A ridic- Nicki Minaj. Cardi? No, no, she's still. Back in the day, A-list rapper. Think oh. about lady rappers back in the day, same school as both of those ladies, I would say. Kind of the OG of what they do now. Not Missy. No. <laughs> she doesn't look like Not Snooki. at all. Think <laughs> about, remotely. you know, what am I maybe getting at? A type of rapper, female rapper that's, I don't know, sexy. I mean, Missy's definitely sexy. Yeah, but not. 
I mean, I want to say Lil' uh, Kim. Yeah! Uh, is Lil' Kim, like, not existent anymore? Not really. She Well, she recently performed on stage during a pre-Grammy gala to honor Sean Diddy Combs last week, and someone thought she was Snooki. <laughs> it is so weird <laughs> and funny. See, in my head, Lil' Kim is still, like, in, is still in the game, and I still consider her. Oh, no, yeah. I wouldn't say oh, okay. so, but I mean, she's she's great, and uh, I, I think, think she's like a forefather. Kind she's of. I think probably like way hotter and clearly like much older than Snooki. <laughs> older, so I don't understand. And more talented. Yeah, no shade to Snooki, but let's say ten million times more talented. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Um, only sorry, only sorry. that she's a f- kind of foundational rapper, and Snooki is not. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that Snooki also has been doing like, didn't she do hip hop? Oh my God, Jackie! Please, wasn't she doing a hip hop? No, does it even, Jackie? Come on, don't say hip hop like that. It's so sad. She sounding. was doing it. <laughs> well, I'm saying it in this way because it's Snooky. Um, yes, she was. She did it. She came out with a song called "Young Mommy." Oh, um. that doesn't. That doesn't sound. You know what I mean? She like, wrote it about me. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Tired all the time. Now you're right. Um. So there you go, man. Molly looks like, like, um, I don't know what. Like someone frozen in a block of ice, just <laughs> screaming to be breaking, broken free of it. Um. Here is your final blind item, you two co-hosts of mine. Thank you. Yep, we are co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently over the holidays, this former almost A-list mostly movie actress turned escort showed up unannounced multiple times at the home of this writer slash former A-list mostly television actress asking for a role in a new reboot of a movie they once worked on together. I know that's a lot. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to need okay. you to do it again. This actress turned escort keeps showing up at this writer's door who is also- Lindsay known- Lohan. Yes, and wh- whose writer's door who is also a television actress is working on a reboot of a movie they once worked on together. Right. What movie is she? I mean, what I know movie- she's writing music right now. Is it Tina Fey? Yes. Really? Because the movie is- Mean Girls. No, are they doing another Mean Girls? They are, well, what they are- So apparently Tina Fey has recently been tapped to adapt the Mean Girls musical back into a movie. Kind of a hairspray thing almost a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so now Tina Fey's working on adapting it back, and J- and, and uh, Lindsay Lohan is showing up at her door, literally, apparently, being like, put me in. Put me in the what? movie. But also, Ooh, why are they sad doing one. that? It worked for Hairspray. We it just did. did our John Waters episode. I'm not saying that it would yes. especially work for Mean Girls, but I, love, I guess- I love the Hairspray musical, for I, sure. Yeah. I guess- Mean, but me. I guess hairspray makes way more sense in all on every level because it's almost a musical in its original yeah, form. It's right. a dance movie, right, right, right. Uh, with Mean Girls, I guess the musical did pretty well. I haven't heard a lot about it. It seemed Broadway like it was run. just a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, so, that's well, fun. I mean, fun I guess is, people like fun. People like fun. So I guess people like fun. I, I guess, guess people it like movie. fun. I don't know why that brings out the hater in me. It's you're right. It's fun and people I don't like fun. Why? 
uh, I, and I guess this just didn't hit me at the right time or whatever. And maybe I need to go rewatch it or something. But I just don't understand the power of this film. I've never kind of. thought that it was. I like. I know it has cult status. I don't think it has the cult status of like a John Waters film. But it but made like, like Lindsay Lohan this whole thing. A whole thing. A whole thing. It, 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 it just. It's like this weird. I mean, it's a fun, great movie. It is I'm fun. Yeah. Great. Give it another watch. It's an ama- It is an amazing movie. And I think it's also that the time period. The time period, right? It's a time capsule film in a lot of ways, and also. You're probably right, Jackie. It sounds like it's that movie that just, if you like that movie, whenever it's on, you're going to end up like watching it. I watch it every time it's on. I I will definitely watch it anytime it's on. There's so many references. There's like October 3rd. There's Are You Trying to Make Fetch Happen? It definitely like took hold of our collective conscience in a bit, in a way. But I don't know why I'm like, I don't really want it to come back in a I don't necessarily need a Mean Girls reboot but maybe I'm right. wrong I always have just thought Mean Girls is really fun but Clueless is the ultimate like of that genre I'd rather watch Clueless and I've never understood why Mean Girls have more status I think it's because we're that much older though yeah. I really think that is where the difference is where like Natalie loves Mean Girls but she also like Clueless is her number one number one yeah Clueless, yeah. Clueless to me Clueless is, is that, that right yeah. I agree Clueless yeah. is to me is that oh there's a knock at the door Dr. Morganon, what are you doing here? I have some eye drops for your eyes, Holden. <laughs> Why, thank you, Dr. Morganon. Drip drop, blue bleep. Drip drop. Oh, Does my that mean, oh my god. I can see again. Wait, are you sure that wasn't goop in disguise and oh, maybe no. you're about to trip? There's an egg in my asshole now. There's an egg in my asshole, but I can see again. Blind not items is fucking over, and so is this fucking episode. So everybody who wants to come at me and be like, oh, he's mean or whatever. You know what? Don't even hit me up. I'm too busy for it. Yeah, too, yeah, you're too busy with an egg inside of your anus is what it seems like. And you know what? Mazel. I might like it! <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you got a prostate in there. I say, you know what? Go for the gold and have a smile. You might like it. Oh my God, there's a monster. It must be the end of the podcast. <laughs> it's mon- the end of the podcast. It's just me. I'm Jackie Zabrowski. <laughs> Yay. And I'm excited about so many things. I'm not excited about continuing to watch any more of Goop Labs. I'll never do it and you can't make me do it. But what I am very excited about is our move to Spotify. This show is going Spotify exclusive on valentine's day february 14th 2020 with new releases and the entire backlog of this show will be spotify exclusive jackie yes and if you haven't tried spotify it's free to download and use on any device no credit card needed i swear even my mother knows how to use spotify and this is the kind of thing i keep pushing through because my we got my mother a laptop for christmas and she keeps touching the screen because she forgets that it's not um that it's not a touch thing. Jackie, so, you know. Jackie, it's your mother. I love using Spotify. It's so fun. Hey, well, guess what, Mom? All the episodes are already over there, so stop wasting your time and get on your Spotify if you ever want to hear me ever again. Oh, my God. So <laughs> I, you can download all episodes off for offline listening with a free ac- account, I hope. Yeah. You just got to simply search for page seven in Spotify to start listening for free. So with Spotify, you can listen to all your favorite podcasts and music all in one place. Are you duking on me right now? I am not. Oh, God, Jackie, I'm making a mistake in my dress. I'm making a mistake in my dress, Jackie. I think that any choice you make is a gift, just like the choice you have of listening to Page 7 for free on Spotify. Why would you say no? Why? Why would you ever say no to it?
Uh, that was not Jackie's mother. That was me. Hold what? On. Oh my what? god! Yes, and you can follow Page Seven on Spotify to get new episodes as soon as they come out. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You want even more content? Well, you're about to get content exploded with a content bomb. Patreon.com forward slash Page Seven Podcast. And if not, then your ass is grass. Check us out. Month monthly five dollar. You give. You get weekly good, good episode extra content. We do so much. We do so much content on there. And again, as always, you can listen to Pop History. You can listen to Page 7 for free on Spotify. And also, all of the last Podcast Network shows are already over there. So get a mosey on. It's very easy to use. Just like my breasts. There you go. Uh, and fucking, I guess on that note, These I'm These are so holding. easy to use. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Bung, 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 bung. A bung, 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 bung. As bongos. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash holdnator. So just let me get it out. <laughs> I don't have anything else. I'm dry. You can come see us on Friday. We'll be there on Friday. Uh, Holden and I do our Japanese show at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. Because that's fun. And I've been doing all those little filter things on the Instagram stories, just like Molly's been doing. Molly, oh, I've been wow. seeing you do them. I'm dipping my toes. I'm trying to send, I want to know the good little, the ones that will tell me what state I'm from and whatnot. But I need to find more. So send them to me. I'm trying to use Instagram and it makes me feel like I'm 95 years old. There you go. I love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.